Well, I hope you are having a good week and that uh, you're managing to find some rest and some tranquility. Uh, and I apologize for what I'm about to do and say, but uh, look, we have an anniversary, a very shameful anniversary coming up quite soon, remarkably soon, January 6th, next week. Uh, and I want to talk to you about it. Uh, I want to know what you think its real meaning is because it is the first anniversary of one of the most shameful days in American history, I believe. On that date in 2021, the United States Capitol was attacked by thousands of armed loyalists to Donald Trump, some of them intent on killing members of Congress. Roughly 140 officers were injured in the attack. Five people died that day. But even now, almost a year later, Americans remain confused and divided about the significance of what occurred. I'd like your views, uh, but let me offer four basic truths. One, Trump incited the attack on the Capitol. There is no real doubt about that. For weeks before the attack, he had been urging his supporters to come to Washington for a Save America march as he called it, on January 6th, when Congress was to ceremoniously count the electoral votes of Biden's win. Uh, big protest in D.C. This is his tweet uh, on December 19th. Big protest in D.C. on January 6th. Be there, will be wild, exclamation point. And then on December 26th, he tweeted, see you in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. Don't miss it. Information to follow. And then on December 30th, all in caps now, January 6th, see you in D.C., exclamation point. On January 1st, he said, tweet, tweeted, the big protest rally in Washington, D.C. will take place at 11 a.m. on January 6th. Location details to follow. Stop the steal, exclamation point. Now, at a rally just before the violence, Trump repeated his falsehoods about how the election was stolen. And then he said, we will never give up. We will never concede. It will never happen. You don't concede when there's theft involved. Our country has had enough. We will not take it anymore. Those were his words. He told the crowd that Republicans are constantly fighting like a boxer with his hands tied behind his back, respectful of everyone, quote, including bad people, said Trump. But he said, we're going to have to fight much harder. We're going to walk down to the Capitol. We're going to cheer on our brave senators and congressmen and women. And we're probably not going to be cheering so much for some of them because you'll never take back our country with weakness. You have to show strength and you have to be strong, he said. We fight like hell. And if you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country anymore, unquote. He then told the crowd that different rules applied to them. He said, quote, when you catch somebody in a fraud, you're allowed to go by different, very different rules. So I hope Mike, referring to Mike Pence, has the courage to do what he has to do, and I hope he doesn't listen to the rhinos. Uh, that's an acronym for Republicans in name only. And, said Trump, the stupid people that he's listening to, unquote. Then... Trump dispatched the crowd to the Capitol as the electoral count was about to start. The attack on the Capitol came immediately after. Second point, 
The events of January 6th capped two months during which Trump sought to reverse the outcome of the election. Shortly after the election, he summoned to the White House Republican lawmakers from Pennsylvania and Michigan to inquire about how they might alter the election results. He even called two local canvassing board officials in Wayne County, Michigan, uh, Michigan's most popular, populous county, and one that overwhelmingly favored Biden. He phoned Georgia's Republican Secretary of State to, quote, find 11,780 votes, unquote, according to a recording of that conversation. Trump added, quote, the people of Georgia are angry. The people of the country are angry. And there's nothing wrong with saying that, you know, um, that you've recalculated, unquote. Trump suggested that the Secretary of State in Georgia would be criminally prosecuted if he did not do as Trump told him. Quote, you know what they did and you're not reporting it. You know that's a criminal. That's a criminal offense. And you know you can't let that happen. It's a big risk to you and to Ryan, your lawyer. That's a big risk, unquote. He pressed the acting U.S. Attorney General and Deputy Attorney General to declare the election fraudulent. When the deputy said the department found no evidence of widespread fraud, and warned that it had no power to change the outcome of the election anyway, Trump replied, just say that the election was corrupt and leave the rest to me and to Trump's congressional allies. Trump and his allies continued to harangue the attorney general and top Justice Department officials nearly every day until January 6th. Trump plotted with an assistant attorney general to oust the acting attorney general, and pressure lawmakers in Georgia to overturn the state's election results. Trump ultimately decided against it after top department leaders pledged to resign en masse if he pushed. Presumably more details of Trump's attempted coup will emerge after the House Select Committee on January 6th gathers more evidence and deposes more witnesses. Third point. Trump's attempted coup continues to this day. Trump still refuses to concede the election, and he continues to assert it was stolen. He presides over a network of loyalists and allies who have sought to overturn the election and erode public confidence in it by mounting partisan state audits and escalating attacks on state election officials. When asked recently about the fraudulent claims and increasingly incendiary rhetoric, a Trump spokeswoman said that the former president supports, quote, any patriotic American who dedicates their time and efforts to exposing the rigged 2020 presidential election, unquote. Just last week, Trump announced he will be he will be hosting a news conference at his Mar-a-Lago resort in Florida on January 6th. Remember, he said in the announcement, the insurrection took place on November 3rd. It was the completely unarmed protest of the rigged election that took place on January 6th. Those, were, those are Trump's words just last week. Now, remember, they were armed. There's no question of that. We, we've seen them 
We've seen the armed forces, Trump's armed loyalists, attack the Capitol. Trump then referred to the House investigation, quote, why isn't the unselect committee of highly partisan political hacks investigating the cause of the January 6th protest, which was the rigged presidential election of 2020, unquote. He went on to castigate rhinos, presumably referring to his opponents within the party, such as Republican representatives Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger, who sit on the January 6th committee. Quote, in many ways, a rhino is worse than a radical left Democrat, Trump said, because you don't know where they're coming from and you don't have no, have no idea. You have no idea about how bad they really are for our country. And then he added, the good news is there are really fewer and fewer rhinos left as we elect strong patriots who love America, unquote. Trump has endorsed a primary challenger to Cheney. Well, Kissinger, kissing, kiss, Kinzinger, excuse me, will leave Congress at the next election. Trump and other Republicans have also moved to punish 13 House Republicans who bucked party leadership and voted for a bipartisan infrastructure bill in November. And finally, number four, all of this reveals a more profound problem. Trump and his co-conspirators must be held accountable, of course, but, well, hopefully the select committee's report will be used by the Justice Department in criminal prosecutions of Trump and his accomplices. But this in itself will not solve the underlying problem, which is this. A belligerent and narcissistic authoritarian has gained a powerful hold over a large portion of America. As many as 60% of Republican voters continue to believe Trump's lies. Many remain intensely loyal to him. The Republican Party itself is close to becoming a cult whose central animating idea is that the 2020 election was stolen from Trump. Now, Trump has had help, of course. Fox News hosts and Facebook groups have promoted and amplified his lies and his ravings for their own purposes. Republicans in Congress and in the states have played along as well. But Trump's attempted coup could not get as far as it has without a deepening anger and despair in a substantial portion of the population that has made such Americans susceptible to Trump's swagger and lies. It's too simplistic to attribute this anger solely to racism and xenophobia. America has harbored white supremacist and anti-immigrant sentiments since its founding. No, the anger Trump has channeled is more closely connected to a profound loss of identity, dignity, and purpose especially among Americans who have been left behind without college degrees, without good jobs, in places that have been hollowed out, economically abandoned, and disdained by much of the rest of the country. Trump has filled a void in a part of America that continues to yearn for a strong man who will deliver it from despair. A similar void haunts other nations where democracy is imperiled. The challenge ahead for the United States 
as elsewhere, is to fill that void with hope rather than neo-fascism. This is the real meaning of January 6th, 2021.